0: in and will make it slide right in there and you will be all set to go this week for the playstation vr a podcast hey what's going on brian garthoff you're mike Dead. i'm here we're here to talk about playstation vr
1: it's a thing it's out get used to it
0: it's silky and smooth and it's all over the news speaking of which we got some things to talk about
1: let's get it on
0: Alright, um so first and foremost, the hottest news article this week. Resident Evil Seven is launching a special edition blood scented candle.
1: Oh yes, I did see this for sure. To
0: enhance your VR experience. It's a four D candle. The first smell vision we've seen for PlayStation VR.
1: And it smell it smells specifically like blood, correctly?
0: Blood in like old timber, I think?
1: And Those are pretty good scents, <laughs> especially old timber, it's <laughs> wet, <laughs> wet, chopped wood. Um, it's
0: twenty bucks, and it's supposed to last twenty hours for your struggles through the dark. Well, Resident this is
1: Easter. the uh, this is a big question, Brian. You're excited for this game. You've got the VR. You're going to play it. Are you going to experience it in four D?
0: Absolutely not.
1: Okay, that's so excellent. I know you're a candleman.
0: I have so many candles. People don't understand, like, the closet full of candles. We have, We probably have, like, a good 40-plus three-wick candles that were all expensive. There's, probably, there's a small fortune in candles in my house.
1: However, it's, not, it, you, it's well spent because you use them. Yeah. Most times I enter your abode, there's a delightful sweet scent going on. I'm,
0: so. almost, I'm almost appalled there isn't one burning right now.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, I, I definitely wouldn't want to sour this... The delightful aromas with the disgusting blood scent of a gross weird candle now i also saw this may not be vr related aren't they is this the special edition that's also getting the usb stick that's the rotten finger
0: i don't know see games have gone like off the rails with all the editions that they're doing like there's ea that now like they do special editions that don't contain like include the game seriously yeah they did it with battlefield they're doing it with the new mass effect
1: you know that's funny because i think also i ran into that problem when looking at um call of duty packs Mm -hmm. i think there was like one like super deluxe elite edition that was like 120 dollars and had a bunch of stuff with it but didn't have the season pass so i w- which was what i want i was like well i want something with the season pass i don't really care about the extra stuff and it was such a weird shell game of trying to find what i actually wanted with what you were selling me
0: yeah that so uh as far as a resident evil thing i saw one that comes with like a model of the house and i think the usb thing and some other crap but then there's also like a digital deluxe edition that's like 90 bucks yeah and it comes with like some Sur- some in-game survivor crap okay looks like a giant ripoff
1: yeah because the one thing i saw one of the articles that popped up was the usb stick they finally got like pictures of it and it looks it looks like just a charred penis apparently <laughs> like a gross charred like because it's supposed to be a severed finger it's uh, like uh i forget how big the uh, usb stick is but i guess the one article i saw it was just like hey the photos are here and it looks like a burnt penis <laughs> So that was why I, I, it stuck out in my mind because I thought that was pretty funny.
0: They <laughs> just Googled Resident Evil 7 uh, USB stick in the top. Is burnt, top burnt penis. two <laughs> say Resident Evil 7 like giving away burnt penises, <laughs> and Resident Evil 7 USB doll finger looks like a burnt penis.
1: Yeah, so it seems to be pretty universal. And I looked at it, and I must say it looks pretty much like a burnt penis
0: looks like a bu- burnt penis to me but yeah I, I don't think i'll uh i'll be buying myself a burnt penis or a candle to go along with uh resident evil 7 in fact i think it would be all the better to have like you know a fun cinnamon swirl going on yeah while i'm in vr i think that makes sense yeah looking at some mangled body part
1: right so it's something delicious and maybe apple spiced and you know a wintertime scent to go with the gore and bodies
0: indeed uh other minor news we were hoping that there would be something out of ces and there really wasn't there was a little bit of a blurb that went up about something kaz said that people really reached to sort of apply to playstation vr and it was something about how he says you could see all of our platforms improving and evolving Uh, But none of it struck me as, like, him saying, like, the the article I read was hinting at that, like, he was teasing revisions to PlayStation VR, and that's totally a stretch.
1: Yeah, that's definitely reaching. So, I mean, that's kind of a blanket statement for any tech company looking for you know evolutions and what they're doing
0: especially considering how much non-playstation stuff they do at ces for sure um yeah so I, i think a lot of that was taken out of context so uh all i can say is that while sony hasn't like shared their numbers I have been hard-pressed to find actual PlayStation VR in stores since before Black Friday. Yeah. Um, obviously, I'm not looking like shopping for one every day, sure. but whenever I stop in a place that sells them... Well, and I'm pretty sure when I came
1: across it on uh, Amazon, it was a little it was kind of that thing where it was was a limited supply thing and maybe even like a little more expensive than opening costs which happens a lot on amazon Mm -hmm. so yeah in the times i've been and once again i'm also not hunting for one but i haven't even come across one in the wild casually or anything like that um and i know i didn't see any specific numbers but i thought i heard that it had outsold all the other vr competitors yeah so and i don't know if they put specific numbers on that but i know that you know which you know take that with what you will because the other ones have a lot of different requirements and stuff like that um but it's good news i think
0: yeah yeah i think um you know that it, it's hard to look at any sort of yearly numbers uh for something that's only been out two months before the end of the year anyways sure. and extrapolate any sort of meaning from that um but that's what we're doing Anyways, uh, this week's topic is actually emerged and came from some listener feedback. We have a couple tiddlywinks of those uh, this week. This one comes from Jake Matthew, I believe. That's how he spelled it. So if it's Matthews, you gotta spell your name right, Jake. And if it's not, and I'm just completely throwing it out there, uh, maybe look look towards adding an S in the future. Yeah, that's Um, an interesting thought. He he has two questions. Um, One is, I'm not going to spend too long on is what are your predictions for PSVR in 2017 or what we hope to see this year? Now, last episode, we talked a little bit about some things we hope to see, like games we hope would adopt PlayStation VR. Um, But some things I'd like to see for PlayStation VR in a grander sense is... um, well, we obviously are getting Resident Evil 7 out the gate. I hope that pans out. Um, sure. Basically sold on it already. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, I'm looking for another headlining game or franchise for this fall. Um, I know that Spider-Man game is pretty far out. That seems to me like they could figure out a way to make VR Spider-Man work. Yeah. Um, also, I think, uh, I know Guerrilla has two studios. And the one just came out with Riggs uh, and the other is working on Horizon. But I feel like that studio that is responsible for rigs, could make a Killzone VR game that could be compelling with that new aim controller. Um, yeah, but I, d- I just want to see games that um, they, like, kind of put some muscle behind, you know? Sure. Um, I want to see Sony use that new aim controller. Yeah. And I want to see them, like, make all this stuff matter, you know, not just yeah. kind of, like, fart it out.
1: Right. <laughs> you pretty much uh, nailed exactly kind of all the points that I was going to make because I was looking to... I'd like to see something else aside from Resident Evil that's like a AAA release that kind of fully supports um, VR. And then also you kind of specified it, but I would like to see maybe some interesting, maybe peripherals that go along with this, but with that aim controller, even if they just give good support to that and Mm -hmm. make sure it's something that is desirable and works well, that'd be nice. Um, So I I, I think you kind of nailed the points that I was thinking as well.
0: Yeah, because I'm sold on Resident Evil 7, I'm not super sold on Farpoint or that controller yet, but I am optimistic. And then there's like the prospect of super hot VR and like a few here and there. But overall, like I'm waiting for the big thing. And it's not just really um, PlayStation VR that had been a little bit like a mum on their games because um, aside from the first half of this year, like that second half of 2017 is looking like kind of barren right now, except Mm -hmm. for, you know, you accept, expect red dead and you know new battlefront new call of duty and sure all the annual stuff that's always there but like it seems like a lot of games would have you believe that they're coming out in the first half of this year i'm sure like
1: yeah it's and it seems like a lot of it is kind of front-loaded from being delayed from the back end of this past year Mm -hmm. because you have like persona left over which got delayed horizon got delayed once right (laughs) Mm -hmm. okay and then um I don't know what happened with For Honor, but, yeah, so I I know that, like, right now... For
0: Honor's been on schedule. They just... Okay. They're new, and and then Ghost Recon, and South Park is another delayed game.
1: Yeah, that's supposed to come out in the first quarter, right? Yeah. So, yeah, it seems like we do have kind of a front-loaded year so far, just because...
0: Until half of those get delayed.
1: Right. God forbid. Um, So, we'll see, yeah. We'll see what does get delayed, what does get announced and then delayed, what gets announced and actually released. Yeah. you know, it's it's interesting to see what's going on, and a lot of that has been non-VR stuff. So with VR stuff, I'm interested to see what they go with, what maybe, even if they don't announce full games for AAA stuff, but just kind of what add-ons maybe put in there. Kind of like last year, stuff would just dribble out along the way, like, hey, we actually added a VR mission or a VR side product with this and, and stuff like that. So I'm interested to see where that goes.
0: Yeah. Uh, all right, and your second part, uh, Jake Matthew without an S... Uh, of your uh, list on a fade bike is uh, the more compelling piece to me. It's, uh, now that you've had time to play with PSVR, what's your wish list of improvements slash features that would be included in a future PSVR, like a theoretical 2.0? Um, he said he'd personally like to have a completely wireless headset and redesign motion controllers uh, instead of move controllers. Um, yeah, I mean, in an ideal world, both those would be ready, or both those would be nice. I'm not sure we're ready to jump to full-on wireless yet, Um, but if so, I I would just say a simpler setup for my first one.
1: That was kind of where I was thinking too, so that's...
0: Yeah, just like if they could consolidate the cables, get rid of the breakout box, or or do something um, to where it's much simpler to just like plug and play. I was actually thinking um, how much nicer it would be if... There were built-in speakers that go over your ears on PlayStation VR. Yep. Because fiddling around with earbuds while I got a giant thing on my face, because I always forget to do that until yep. the end, is never, like, ideal.
1: Right. Yeah, and I always kind of seem to need help with it, like, <laughs> finding where they are and what goes in what ear. So, I, I actually, that was another one I was thinking of as well. Some sort of... Uh, Headset specific sound system. Yeah, headset interesting.
0: And, and volume control on the headset itself so I don't have That'd to worry about excellent. anything on the court. Again, like if it were a wireless future, which I don't think we're quite there. Sure. Um that would be ideal. But I, I would I would be fine and happy with just a much simpler setup like one cable to my playstation 4 maybe right or a future playstation or what have you sure
1: because and i i do know i have heard not necessarily from you but some people kind of have begged off of using it as much because if they have a system that they have to switch it around a lot mm-hmm. it kind of becomes a, a a pain um I know that's not necessarily applicable to your system here, but yeah, so it it would be nice to kind of just simplify it, like you said, even if you don't take the full jump to something that's wireless, but just, you know, reducing a little cordage, that's always appreciated.
0: Yeah, because I mean, the way the breakout box is right now, there's a USB cable that goes to the back of it. There's two HDMI cables that go to the back and two that come out the front. And there's just so many, like, points of failure to where if, like, man, if one of those was loose... (laughs) <laughs> yeah got, you got to do a little bit of digging in a tv sure stage, yeah, so. yeah absolutely what's uh what's another thing you would like to see in a playstation vr 2.0 um
1: well again i think it, it this scenario is kind of like an, an ideal word world type deal mm-hmm. um so i think i would like to see something um maybe connecting with um certain third party or out of um non-console like app type stuff like maybe being able to use phone functionality on certain things so that like while you're kind of mired in the VR you can maybe check for a notification for if you got a text or if you have an email or someone's you know calling you on the phone maybe not necessarily connecting it like into it so you can read the text or anything like that but just like some sort of notification Um, because maybe you know if you're doing something and something unexpected comes up and you can see, oh, I got a text from my mom or I got, you know, a call from my dad. I wasn't expecting that. You can take the headset off and take about your business.
0: Yeah, that would be really great. And it's not uncommon or impossible like in things like smartwatches. Sure. You, see, you know, they support. Bianca got a Fitbit for Christmas and she gets her phone calls and texts on it. And right. if I'm in vr i don't even know if like my phone's going off or what's going on unless Absolutely. i have it vibrate so
1: yeah and then so then it kind of because the thing i was thinking of is you know if i'm expecting a call or expecting something it's like almost like oh, i really can't do vr right now because what if that happens and and then you're kind of held hostage by it mm-hmm. and once again uh, maybe it's kind of simple to start off and obviously in like in the ultimate Jetsons world, like you're able to interact and like pick up your phone and text it and look it all on the screen and then send it out. Mm-hmm. But I think some sort of kind of third party interactive, interactivity with maybe an app on your phone or something would be, would be interesting.
0: Yeah. That's actually a really good idea. I hadn't even thought of that. Um, another one that I'm going to say is, is pretty obvious uh, improved screen resolution. Sure. It's pretty low res, but that's to get the price down and, and yeah, higher screen resolution. Yeah. That's kind of a, No brainer there.
1: Right. Um, Another one uh, that I was actually thinking of is uh, a little more adjustability on maybe like the width of the actual face headset itself. Mm -hmm. Because I know that sometimes it does smush my glasses a little bit like on the side if I'm not, if I don't have it in a certain way. Mm -hmm. So maybe kind of an adjustability on like the actual visor on my head. Um, Once again, that may sound kind of convoluted since there's already like this to adjust and then that to adjust and then pulling it into your face. But I think that as it kind of goes along that's something you're going to see with all VR headsets anyway is more conformity to the size of your head, the shape of your face, whether you have glasses, how much hair you have and and stuff like that. So I think that if in the ideal world, like in a a 2.0, that that would be something that they could add just a little more adjustability and for me in that specific area.
0: Yeah, and uh, not that I even have this complaint about them, but I also put down Make It Even Lighter because...
1: I actually had the same thing even though I felt the exact same way.
0: Yeah, I, I'm never complaining about the weight of the headset while it's on, but if it was even lighter, then I, I like I could play longer. There's only games where like I have extreme head movement needed yeah. where I even begin to notice of it. And I remember it was more like when I just got it at launch. Um, I would spend a lot of time with the headset on and then I would take it off and I'd be like... Craning my neck around. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, it's not a not a complaint, but it could definitely be an area of improvement.
1: So. Yeah, and that's kind of one of the nice things is that because I have so few problems with it, like the improvements that they could make as they go along, kind of become just like I'm looking for more luxury stuff. Like mm-hmm. you really don't need to do that much to like kind of. I mean, obviously it's not perfect, nothing is, but uh, you know, moving forward, I've had such a positive experience with it that it's more just not even solving complaints but more just like you know like i said adding luxuries to something that i already enjoy
0: yeah because i want to say it's not even the lightest headset but it feels the lightest because of the way it rests on the top of your head instead of like on the bridge of your nose and everything
1: and i've heard from a lot of people um online that it is the most comfortable of all of them Mm -hmm. um i agree i don't know if it is the lightest or even the smallest but i've heard that like in terms of how it fits and how you can adjust it that a lot of people said that this one was the best of them
0: yeah i remember Um, the when i tried the rift it was kind of crushing my nose i never tried the vive but i was not yeah super fond of that
1: right and i've kind of heard that from other people as well so because i don't really have like i said with the adjustability on mine it's not even really a complaint it's just that I know sometimes, and even it's just, it'll be smaller things, like maybe it's so close that sometimes my glasses will fog if I breathe like a certain way or whatever, but other than that, yeah, it's just kind of little tweaks that would make it an even better experience, I'd say.
0: Totally. Um, do you have any others? Because um, I, have, I have some small... If you want to
1: toss out some small ones, and if I can think, of, I didn't have any off the top of my head, but...
0: The other one that's the only like tremendous oversight is uh hdr support oh yeah because come on right it yeah. came out like within weeks of like the hdr you know games that sure. we, that started getting patched right so pretty stupid not to have that in there <laughs> yeah i would agree with that
1: actually <laughs> that's something i didn't even think of but uh, yeah absolutely that makes sense
0: which I mean, it's for it's not even for VR games itself. To clarify, for anyone who doesn't know, it's the processing unit doesn't allow HDR to pass through. So if you're playing like say Ratchet and Clank and you want to see what it looks like in HDR and you have your PlayStation VR hooked up, um, you have to unhook it. So um, because it's the, it's not the display inside the headset itself that we're talking about at all. It's just the what's on the TV won't read the HDR because the stupid processing unit doesn't support it. So that's yeah. that's dumb.
1: Yeah, that's something that definitely I think does need fixed in a, in the future.
0: Uh, and, th- and as far as his is uh idea for new controllers i think yeah that's that's also obvious i think the move controllers work surprisingly well though
1: i think so as well um i was more thinking and i was actually the one that popped in my head um, and like i did mention about more peripherals just kind of maybe like a stylistic change mm-hmm. um something that gives you options in terms of like hey something that maybe you could like almost slide over your fist and then maybe the buttons were like on it and you they had like them.
0: a prototype for a glove controller yeah something so. like
1: that so that would be something that'd be interesting although the last glove control- controller failed miserably
0: they also had um, an old patent for uh, like a dual shock that split in half with two move bulbs on it and i was like oh yeah give me that That'd right be cool.
1: yeah that would be actually be pretty slick um well that's something we've kind of talked about not only here but like on our other uh, podcast just about the ever since the xbox released their elite controller like does playstation have any plans to release some sort of elite type thing
0: no, they, they, like, sponsored they two companies party, to right? yeah, do, like, third-party yeah. ones that look like butt.
1: Yeah. Um, so I kind of feel like that killed the dream of maybe doing that. But you never know. They might have something, if, especially if they're looking to continue to give uh, good support to VR, maybe something that does come out that's a little more innovative and unique.
0: Yes, indeed. Uh, my last and final one is uh, when you put the PlayStation VR headset on you power on the... the Headset and stick it on. You're just staring at a PlayStation 4 screen. And why not have special UI for PlayStation VR? Like something way more intuitive than just a flat menu for the PlayStation 4. Because sometimes it doesn't even line up where it should be. I mean, and obviously you can recalibrate. And that's actually really snappy and everything works as needed. But if we're talking quality of life improvements, why isn't there a special like UI specific or I'm sorry, VR specific UI for when you're using the headset alone. I would love it if it just took even my library and just sorted it by all the VR stuff I had. Yeah. So that way, I mean, I mean obviously people use a cinematic mode and all that. This is just kind of spitballing. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I would love to be able to just jump into like a VR area where I have everything where I don't have to, you know, use this flat sort of archaic version. And sometimes when I'm like trying to adjust something or like using it to check where the camera is, there, there should be many like way better shortcuts, but because it's using the like main. Yeah. The the original PlayStation. Yeah. And it does kind of
1: feel like it is just, it gives you the most sense it's just like an image slapped on the front of a thing on your face Mm. um which once again like i understand it's still utilitarian like you can still use it and like like you said you can kind of readjust it but that's actually a really good idea didn't even think of that but i think it would actually be a really cool idea to just kind of have an even more immersive experience even if it's just kind of like a cool like small wall of your vr things and you look to what you want to do and then it goes into it
0: well think if you could do themes like think about vr themes like like that's a no-brainer like there's money on the table right there
1: yeah like to yeah because i'd throw two bucks down to get some weird like wild new vr theme where it's kind of interactive with what you're doing and stuff maybe changes or how you select the games is is altered based on what you're doing yeah that's a cool idea actually and i'm kind of surprised they haven't jumped on that yet because it seems like a pretty not easy in terms of you know um doing it in execution but just easy idea to 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 throw out there so that's, yeah, that's a pretty slick idea. I think that that could, and I, honestly that wouldn't surprise me if that's something they did here in the next next year.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that'll do it. Thank you for Jake Matthew for pretty much uh, helping us make our own show this yeah, week. Yeah, well, that was <laughs> excellent. <laughs> excellent uh, feedback. And in addition to him, we also got another bit of, bit, another bit, another bit of feedback. Um, one person has used the discuss comments on Gameri.com. Okay. And his name is Danthal? His name is Danthol. Danthal. He commented on our last episode and said, love the content. Lots of mic noise on this, this episode. And I don't think he meant to say this twice. And I don't think we meant to have all that mic noise. No. But in case you haven't noticed, Guess we got what? new microphones and recording equipment.
1: Way less mic noise.
0: And I'm hoping at this point in time it has sounded a lot better. Uh, I went ahead and got like $400 worth of stuff <laughs> and i'm still learning how to uh use uh a mixing board and stuff like that so there's a good chance that our levels are off in this episode you might still hear dogs in the background because that's what they do i know that the one puppy was uh chewing on a mic stand for a couple moments there you
1: might hear a little thump, thump, yeah, a thump, little
0: a little bit of that but uh yeah we're trying so i did that he also commented on our episode eight and said he loves his ps4 pro and he thinks it's a good way to bridge the gap for the next few years. Uh, when we were talking about that, so okay. totally out of context. Um, but yeah, he likes it.
1: But a good, uh, a good thing. I like hearing the kind of feedback from uh, from people that own the the Pro because I don't know too many personal. In fact, I don't know if I know anybody personally that owns a Pro. No, I don't. But either. the people that I have heard, you know, um, online that have that have it really like it. So I hope it is something that's that fit because if if it's bridging the gap to the next option, I kind of think that's exactly what they were going for. So obviously like with any of these, not just Sony, but any of these companies, when they come out with something new and interesting, I, I hope it works out for them. So.
0: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. new interesting mm. things that I hope work out are coming very soon. Resident Evil 7, uh, we we're, we're another quick show this week, but you know what? I think we hit a lot of important things. And uh, I imagine that plenty of additional details to Resident Evil 7 will be emerging, hopefully in time for next week's show.
1: Yeah, and uh, I'm interested to see that. And as we go on, there's going to obviously be more news and more announcements on what's getting released for mm-hmm. VR and what they're going to be doing. So um, it's still early in the year, and they're probably organizing a lot of what they're doing. So
0: Yes, indeed. So in the meantime, get your blood candles and burnt penises ready. To get spooked hard in a dark spot.
1: Right. There's nothing better than sitting down with your family with the burnt smell of blood and lumber and a delightful data-filled burnt penis on your PlayStation to keep all your games safe and sound.
0: That's what I'm talking about. We will catch you next week. Until then. Keep your wieners away. From blood. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't
1: burn your penis on that fire candle, that blood candle. That's where we should. That's won- my prediction for twenty seventeen. <laughs> Burnt penises from the blood candle. Alright, we gotta go. <laughs>